On today's Good Word, we're talking about what exactly the Abrahamic Covenant contains and passing down family traditions. One of the most powerful blessings we can have as followers of Christ was born out of a simple desire for family. Before they were known as Abraham and Sarah, they were two righteous servants of God, seeking to do what was best in the sight of the Lord. Though they had been true to their promises, they had yet to be blessed with children. But they remained faithful. Even long years after any children seemed possible, they did not grow bitter with the Lord or think they had been slighted. But the Lord had something greater in mind for His faithful servants, a larger blessing than they could have imagined. In the ancient world, no children meant that everything you worked for was at risk of being snapped up by your enemies as soon as your back was turned. Abraham and Sarah were in an awkward situation. But instead of a family needed for earthly reasons, the Lord promised them descendants without number, fulfilling eternal promises. In the days of Abraham and Sarah, ties between others, covenants, were often passed down through the bloodline. If a father died before he could fulfill a promise, it was usually the duty of the son to fulfill that commitment. Abraham and Sarah had been faithful all their lives, keeping their promises to God, but who could they pass these blessings down to with no children? The righteous line would end with them. But such a thing was not in the Lord's plans. Chapter 17 in Genesis shares the outline of the Abrahamic covenant, which allows all of God's children to learn of the gospel and its blessings, just as Father Abraham and Mother Sarah did. This gave Abraham and Sarah an unending line of descendants, all continuing to keep those same covenants. And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. And I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. There are aspects of the Lord's covenant with Abraham that have already been fulfilled. Three of the world's major religions, Islam, Judaism, and Christianity, hold the prophet Abraham in reverence as a father to their people. Great nations and kings have risen and fallen from the direct descendants of Isaac and Ishmael. The literal children of Abraham are so numerous, it would be impossible to count who claims Abraham as their ancestor. But even that is not the greatest promised blessing in the Lord's covenant with his prophet. The Lord of all creation covenanted to be a God unto him and his family, stretching forth his arm to those he calls his own. The Lord is Lord to all, though not all know it. But the Abrahamic covenant commits us to remembering this fact in all our doings. We put the purposes of God above our own, serving him and loving those he would love. The Lord doesn't need worshipers to remain as God, but we need to remember the Lord to stay safe from the traps of mortality. Our ties to God have been passed down through generations, handed down and reaffirmed by all those who came before us. It's our choice to join the family tradition. And that's the good word. <laughs>